Hi, and welcome to Psychic Today. I'm your host, Jill Roberts, and we're going to continue with the Crystalline Exploration Series and the Azestulites. So next up is one of my favorite Azestulites of all of them, honestly, and it's called Sinezes, which is also known as Cinnabar Azestulite. Uh, some keywords for Sinezes are alchemical transformation, accelerated evolution, prosperity, longevity, immortality, enhancement of extrasensory perception, increased synchronicities, awakening to the heart, intelligence, attunement to primordial light and sound. The elements are earth, wind, fire, and storm. And the chakras it's associated with are all of them, but especially the crown, which is the seventh energy center, the third eye, which is the sixth, and the heart, which is the fourth. Sinizes is a unique combination of red cinnabar, white quartz, and a black zinc compound. It has been found only in New Zealand. The quartz component of Sinizes is a silicon dioxide mineral with a hexagonal crystal system and a hardness of seven. The cinnabar component is a mercury sulfide with a trigonal trapezohedral crystal system with a hardness of two to two and a half. The zinc compound is currently not identified specifically. The components of most Sinizes specimens are so thoroughly mingled that the softness of the cinnabar is not noticeable, although it's really apparent in the stone. Uh, the material is usually full of tiny open cavities, which sometimes certain tiny druzy crystals form. Sinizes is named for the prominent presence of cinnabar, and because the stones exhibit the energetic properties of a zestulite. Now, um, I'm going to tell you some of Robert Simmons, since he is the one discovering all of these azestulites, his uh, experience with it, and my own experience with it. Um, Robert, upon feeling his uh, holding a pair of Sinizes stones, um, felt a powerful healing and enlightenment, waves spreading through his body, beginning from the head and moving quickly throughout the torso and finally all the way down to his feet. The speed at which the currents of the stones can spread was surprising, and he felt an unexpected pleasantness from it. It was as though the cells were receiving a powerful wave of life force, love, and wisdom. And I can, can totally concur with that, because when I first held Sinizes, and I've held it in raw and polished forms, um, I held about two pieces of raw and two pieces of um, polished, one of each in each hand. So I had four all together. My whole body was pulsating and vibrating physically. And that would be this, also the cellular transformation. I mean, it literally just brought in the light and, and it brought it in inside as opposed to consciously, you know, putting my consciousness out there. Instead, it was keeping it within me, grounding me and letting me have these wonderful experiences of awakening and um, higher vibrational consciousness 
within myself as opposed to my consciousness going out and, and finding it. So, um, um, he felt simultaneously it was comforting and illuminating. Once he picked up the stones, he didn't want to put them down, which I felt the same way. Um, I always try and meditate with the Sinizes at least every couple of weeks. I have so many different stones that I need to attune and try that I don't get a chance to go back to my favorites too often. But when I do get a chance to do it, uh, Glendonite and Sinizes are one of my favorites. Um, so he picked them up again within a couple of minutes and the attraction to the stones was palpable. He sensed it because there was something in the currents of the Sinizes that satisfies a powerful evolutionary need. And it does. It totally awakens the body, totally awakens the mind. It totally awakens the etheric and subtle bodies as well. Um, he asked the beings as soon as that to tell him the nature and qualities that they were bringing. Here are some of the insights that came. We are quickeners of consciousness and awakeners of higher awareness. Life can stimulate your nervous system to actualize their latent capacities of clairvoyance, telepathic communication, attunement to heavenly realms, and direct knowledge of the divine truth. We are bringers of the wisdom and we stimulate spiritual enlightenment. We are the solidified essence of the philosopher's stone, and we help the body to become a conduit of the celestial fire of the great central sun. We are as full of light as any azestulite, yet we are faster to bring the light through to you and to the world. We are teachers of the body and can awaken the human mind and body to the full self-awareness. Meditation with us in silence allows us to penetrate and activate every cell. We are alchem alchemical transformers, turning the leaden unconscious in of the past into golden truth of the world coming to be. We are the first among the new stones of the Earth's golden age, which is now dawning. Those who work with us will receive our blessings and can, be can become givers of a blessing. Those who have read something about alchemy will know that the fabled Philosopher's Stone, believed to be capable of prolonging life indefinitely and transmuting lead to gold, was set to appear in three stages. The initial dark phase, Negredo, signified unenlightened matter and could refer to the most of the Earth's dormant rocks, which are spiritually asleep. The second, or white phase, Albedo, signified a state of spiritually awakened matter, capable of attuning to spiritual light and awakening the alchemist to his or her destiny. I have long believed that the original white azestulite re represents this aspect of the Philosopher's Stone. The third and final phase of the development of the Philosopher's Stone is the red phase, Rubido, in which the stone has fully developed all of its powers. In its red phase, the Philosopher's Stone is believed to supply the alchemist with power over his or her own longevity and the ability to heal others and transmute matter from one state to another. The similarities of the red version of the Philosopher's Stone to the description of the properties of Sinizes is just absolutely remarkable. 
Um, some next insights for Mr. Simmons came in a dream that occurred one night after he meditated with two Sinazes stones. In the dream scenario, he was in Italy with his wife exploring a lovely little town. At one point, his wife was out of sight. A woman approached him and began speaking rapidly in Italian. When she realized he didn't understand her, she switched to English, saying, I really must attend a theater performance that night, a dramatization of the story of Mercury. She told me that I, could I should record and remember the information in the play. When he awoke, he realized that Mercury referred both to the elemental Mercury in the cinnabar component of Sinazes and the mythic being known as Mercury, called Hermes by the Greeks, who is the father of alchemy. He began to meditate more and more with Sinazes and has been recording the information and insights just as she instructed. Now, Sinazes is a quickener of evolutionary growth. It stimulates the brain and central nervous system, increasing one's receptivity to fields of knowledge in the inner realms. It aids those who wish to access the Akashic records or to discover the answers to questions or problems in any area. Sinazes stimulates one's vibrational field, making one a better conductor of all kinds of positive energies. It helps you with translating or channeling. It can help you in any development of the psychic senses. It's a, it really is a motivational stone um, to actually work with. Um, it enhances one's capacity to form and hold inner images, which are often the form in which the spiritual downloads of divine knowledge occur. It helps one to attract new knowledge and insights in the same way a metal post attracts lightning. Sinazes stimulates the intelligence of the heart and strengthens the neural networks through which the mind and heart communicate. It can facilitate hearing the heart's voice and recognizing and following the heart's wisdom. As it awakens heart's intelligence to a greater degree of conscious awareness, it opens the channels of angelic and interdimensional communication. It is an ally for those seeking to understand the inner workings of the universe. Sinazes is a powerful stone of inner alchemy stimulating the liquid crystal body matrix to a higher level of coherence and energy. The stone's vibrational waves can be viewed as waves of re uh, resonance, bringing all the cells into harmonious alignment. They stimulate the inner experiences of primordial light and sound, allowing one to enter into visionary experiences that are both light-filled and tangibly vibrational making one's body into a resonating chamber of divine speech. If one aspires to become a spiritual channel or a medium, the Sinazes can facilitate rapid advancement on these paths. Those who work with oracles such as Tarot and the I Ching in conjunction with Sinazes may discover their insights are enhanced and their ability to notice hidden meaningful connections is increased. Wearing or carrying senses can trigger an increase in synchronicities in your life and a clear awareness of what those synchronicities mean. These stones tend to engender an alchemical transmutation from the quote-unquote lead of fragmented, ego-driven consciousness to the wholeness and dynamic powerful of one's higher self. To incarnate the higher self is to realize the true spiritual gold. 
Regarding gold, Sinizes is one of the most powerful stones for attracting financial prosperity and abundance on all levels. If one has a prosperity altar in one's home or workplace, Sinizes is most highly recommended to be part of it. Using Moldavite and Sinizes together will enhance the power of this type of altar. Sinizes is also excellent to be worn or carried if one is trying to attract prosperity. Sinizes harmonizes very well with Rose Sophia, Master Shamanite, Fenakite, and with all the other Zestulites. If Sinizes is super activated with the Azozeo treatment, it becomes a much more powerful ver version of itself, acting to bring about even more rapid self-transformation and spiritual awakening. Note, as Sinizes contains mercury sulfide, it should not only be it should not be used for elixirs unless a double bottle method is employed, so the stone does not physically touch the elixir water. Use care in handling all minerals containing any toxic substance. So if you're using it in meditation, I would just, you know, wash your hands when you're done and put it in back in its proper place. Um, spiritually, Sinizes stimulates the alchemical process of self-transformation, uh, transformation, awakening new levels of consciousness in your mind, heart, and body. It enhances mental ability and intuition and increases one's capacity for receiving spiritual downloads from higher realms. Emotionally, Sinizets brings pleasure to the body and enhances one's capacity for exercising personal power in regard to the way of the experience, one way to experience emotions. It greatly strengthens the emotional body. Physically, Sinizets supports and empowers the nervous system and enhances well-being on the cellular level. And here's a wonderful affirmation for Sinizes when you do use when you do work with it. I choose the path of al alchemical transformation, and I allow my old leaden self to be turned away. Its ashes dissolve, so that a new golden substance of my true self can manifest. I'll say it one more time. I choose the path of alchemical transformation, and I allow my old leaden self to be burned away. Its ashes dissolved so that the new golden substance of my true self can manifest. Now, I am going through the Azestulites, and I know there's many of them, but these are the stones, the main stones that are in the um, energy vortex uh, pouches. Um, so you're going to want to have all of these stones in there. Um, so far, we've gone over White Azestulite, Sanderosa Azestulite, um, Amazes Azestulite, uh, and Pink Azestulite. So now we've done Sinazes, which is Cinnabar Azestulite. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Golden Azestulite. And this is a, my second favorite, I would say. Um... But Sinizes really, really, really works in tangent with, you know, um, your emotional currents and your vibrational body and tunes you to a higher frequency. So if you ever wanted to channel or if you ever wanted to develop your psychic senses and, and become a medium, this is a great stone to use with any divination tool, you know, because it heightens your vibration. It will then you will be getting nothing but um, spirit or 
whomever is coming in that you're in communion with is going to be of the highest good for all. So you definitely want to always raise your vibration before you work with tarot, before you work with oracle cards, especially before you work with the Ouija board if you do that. Um, whether you're opening up to spirit as a medium or if you're you know, working on your psychic senses, you know, the objective and subjective clairs, you want to definitely do that. And the whole heart attunement, which I did a, um, a guided meditation on, is important for you to do before you start to work with any stones. You know, it takes a few minutes to do, and you go from, you know, through the four different chakras. And it's just something you need to work with before we include the seven chakras of the full body. Okay? And... Keeping your heart open and truly living in your heart will also help you to awaken. Um, Non-judgment. Having the best, you know, um, the best outcome for everyone and the best of intentions is all you can really do. And try to reserve judgment. You know, who really, who are we to judge other people? You know, you really don't know someone until you've walked a mile in their shoes. And we can never really do that. So be kind to yourself and be kind to others. And that will keep your heart, the, the three chakras of the heart open. And you'll start to see some changes coming through. You'll start to awaken to other dimensions you'll start to awaken to other things spiritually and that's what we want to do you know there is more to us than this three-dimensional body and we want to go on this journey we want to be guided in the right direction and that's what I'm trying to do here for you. So I know it may get monotonous with going over all these astrolites, but they're important. Because if you can create that energy of a sacred site, it's going to just, it, it'll be stronger than any type of crystal grid. And we'll, we'll talk about crystal grids in the future. Um, then you could, if you put crystal grids on every chakra, um, even tiny ones, to use this energy vortex pouch that I'm talking about needs these power stones together creates this atmosphere for you where it makes it easier for you to become enlightened, to vibrationally ascend. Because the more we ascend... And the more of us who vibrationally ascend, the more the earth is going to vibrationally ascend. So, and that's our end goal. So, anyway, definitely try Sinazes. Uh, it is an amazing, amazing um, stone. Again, it does have mercury, so be careful with it. But if you just, even if you just lay down and hold the stones, you don't have, in silence, you will start to feel not just tingling in your body, but you will start to feel um, 
it, it's almost like uh, my whole body was buzzing from my head to my toes. It was, it's just amazing every time I use it. And it does help along the awakening process and the vibrational ascension by um, quickening it. So it's, if you lay there in silence, it will, you'll, you'll start to see things come up in your mind. You know, those, just take note of that. Again, I use an app where I can just talk into it so I don't have to write it down afterwards. Um, I even have it on my iWatch, so I just press it, and I do, before I go into a meditation or a channeling session, and that way whatever comes out is there. I can go back over it, uh, especially if I'm speaking in another language that I don't know if I'm channeling, so I can then put it into a translator and figure out what the heck I was saying. Um, and then at least you don't have to stop and be, have a hard focus on what's going on. You want to soft focus all the time when you're doing meditation or channeling work, especially when you're starting out. You want to just lay there and whatever comes, comes. Even if it's, you know, your mind quieting down, you know, whatever thoughts come, try not to say to yourself, oh, I shouldn't be thinking, I need to, I need to be concentrating, just let the thoughts come into your consciousness and move away, it's the easiest way to do it, and just lay there in silence, and you'll either hear, feel, see, taste, you know, touch, whatever it is, smell, your psychic senses will be heightened, you'll definitely have some clairsentience, because you will feel these stones physically and emotionally. So it's going to affect your cell transformation and it's going to also affect um, your emotional bodies too. Okay, so we'll be right back with Golden as Estelite. So now we're going to talk about golden azestrolite. And there's quite a couple of azestrolites that have a golden appearance. There's Himalayan gold azestrolite. There's Satyrloka yellow azestrolite. This is just plain golden azestrolite. And I just want you to know the difference because there are, you know, golden yellow stones that are azestrolites as well. But this one is extremely powerful. Um... The key words for golden azestrolite are attunement to the gold white light, light body awakening, time travel, accessing the hall of records, kindling the sum of the heart, and awakening the pineal gland. The element is storm, and the chakras are the heart, which is the fourth, the third eye, which is the sixth, the crown, which is the seventh, the soul star and transpersonal etheric chakras which are 8 to 14 above the head. Again, we are using the full chakra system, so it's going to basically be the etheric, transpersonal, and personal chakras in the body. So we're, it, it affects all of them, 
Golden zestulite is the name given to a group of prismatic crystallized zestulites discovered in North Carolina in the United States. These and the beautiful sorolite zestulite come from New Zealand are the only fully crystallized shape of zestulites discovered thus far. Like all zestulites, they are in a form of quartz with a hexagonal crystal system and a hardness of seven. Golden zestulites are named because of their citrine yellow to light smoky range of color and because of their ability to engender within one's awareness the spiritual ray of gold white light, the ray of the great central sun. So when Robert Simmons first meditated with golden zestulite crystals, he experienced a very powerful opening of the third eye and crown chakra. Placing them at these points created a highly charged conduit of vibration between them. You know, you can experience the two chakras being linked by an L-shaped bar of light that was so intense, he felt nearly solid. These are among the most powerful stones for stimulating the upper chakras to their fullest capacity. Golden azestulite crystals are important for the stimulation and awakening of the light body. They carry both the golden ray of the enlightened earth and the white ray of divine light. When one works with these stones you can experience the blending of both of these, speci these spiritual light rays within one's upper chakras. The sensation is highly pleasurable and is capable of leading one into a powerful visionary experience. Golden azestulite <coughs> stimulates the pineal gland, which produces the chemical DMT, which is dimethyltryptamine associated with the very intense expansions of consciousness, as well as visionary encounters with beings of higher planes. No one knows exactly what conditions are necessary to turn on the pineal gland, but experiences with the golden azestulite suggest it can have this effect. One of the visions um, you can have with this stone is after you initially connect with it, the L-shaped bar of light, involved in feeding that, feeling that spot in the very center of the brain was excreting almost like a nectar of delightfully delicious something that seemed to flow from the central point and slowly fill up the hole inside of the skull with a very strong and sweet sense of euphoric bliss. Further experiences brought about images of colorful spiritual beings with shifting forms and diaphanous bodies. They approached and began attempting to communicate with words that came out of them visually, like speech made of light. During the entire experience, Robert felt that his brain was blissed out by the waves of nectar coming from the center. As I've read about the pineal gland and DMT, I feel sure of what was occurred was involved is with this gland is this substance. Many spiritual traditions claim that the awakened pineal gland is a source of divine energy, and this experience definitely has him agree to it. Another inner domain to which a golden zestulite may facilitate access is the realm of golden light. On one occasion, when you meditate with these, it can open your eyes, and you can see the room as if it was filled with golden light. So it almost gives you um, an objective clairvoyance experience, which is um, seeing with your physical eyes, not with your eyes closed uh, in your mind's eye. So you can see the room as if it was filled with golden light. 
it's always an astonishing experience for this to happen. Um, there are others that um, partner, um, they spoke of this atmosphere of gold and engendering the human transmutation into immortality. There are many esoteric teachings that say the light body is an immortal body. Um, some entered a realm uh, described as an atmosphere of warm gold dust. This is precisely what some people saw upon opening their eyes after feeling a golden zestial light current move through their skull. The current, uh, the great central sun rather, emanates the same gold white light. So a holographic likeness of this central sun is present in our own hearts and sometimes kindled in one's consciousness is the presence of the golden azestulite of the great central sun. Holding golden azestulite crystal to your heart chakra can quickly immerse you into a vision of a golden radiant glow within your chest where the physical heart is. This golden glow uh, fills the interior of your body with gold white light while rotating on its axis like a planet or sun. Golden azestulite is attuned to the unknown latent capacities of the brain, mind, the brain and mind and nervous system. It stimulates and the prefrontal lobes of the brain very intensely and precisely. These capacities involve direct knowing, which is also known as clear cognizance, simply by turning one's attention to a question or a subject or towards the so-called hall of records on the inner planes, it is simply a, a turning towards knowing. An exciting potential that gold is, golden azeshalite can help to awaken is our capacity of time beings, capable of moving in conscious awareness through the fluidity of time. Another capacity enlivened through working with golden azeshalite is empathy. It can help one to know precisely how another person feels. More, often more deeply and clearly than he or she is consciously capable of expressing. In spiritual self-healing, golden azestulite offers energetic support to the brain and nervous system. It could be used to help freeze, release frozen rather, um, programs of fear or shame stored in the amygdala of the brain. The blissful experience of finding the golden sun in the heart and turning on the flow of the nectar from the pineal gland can aid in dissolving old patterns of alienation and defensiveness that hobble one's capacity for the joy. The energies of golden azestulite can be enhanced through the azazo superactivation process. Golden azestulite resonates with other forms of azestulite, especially Himalaya gold and Satchaloka gold. I mean, sorry, Satchaloka yellow azestulite. They also work in special harmony with the New Zealand azestulites, which are sorolite, sinazes, and honey, honey and cream azestulite. In addition, they work synergistically with golden labradorite, heliodore, scolocyte, smoky quartz, citrine, phenakite, and damborite. Um, I also had another experience with golden azestulite when I first meditated with it, where... Um, I actually saw in my mind's eye not just the golden rays and the white light, but it was almost like 
a bunch of, um, it would be extraterrestrial beings because they were, they were darkened, uh, against the light. They were bipedal and it just seemed like it was almost like they were just around my head, like as if they were standing over me. And I've got such a warm feeling, uh, and like a happy feeling, a, a completely kind of blissed out feeling of then all of a sudden going through portals and portals and portals, which does coincide with time travel um, and interdimensional travel as well. Um, so I was just going through and through and through and through into where I needed to stop. So it can definitely help you with any type of um, awakening process, especially this is another great stone to work with if you're looking to, um, you know, enhance your psychic senses, your mediumship abilities. And it's another great one to work with if you're working with any divination tools, pendulums, oracles, tarot, whatever it is. But besides these stones, the one thing they also have in common is that they're teaching you to be kind to yourself. So when you do get a new stone, always do the heart attunement with it. Always, always remember how I spoke about before, how I greet the stone and I inhale it, I look at it, and then I put it to my heart chakra. And depending on where the stone is associated, what chakra the stone is associated with, I put it to my third eye or I'll hold one in each hand. And, you know, I'll see what comes. It takes time because you really want to figure out, you know, the stone's energy and what it can do for you. Again, I am giving you a guide of what these stones can do and have done for other people and myself, but that doesn't necessarily mean that's going to be your exact experience. You're going to have a different experience with the stones. Sorry for the, I live in New York City, so there's nothing but construction going on. Um, if you're hearing that, um, it's everybody's experience is different. Just like everybody's channeling experience is different and everybody's mediumship and psychic abilities are different. You have to realize stones are one of our greatest allies. Crystals can help you, um, develop. And, and even if you're a medium now, and you're working with people. Stones are wonderful to channel with. When I have a media, uh, when I'm doing an evidential mediumship reading for a client, I will do three to four channeling sessions before I even sit down with the client, and I'll find out who's coming through. What you know? What are who are they to the person? What's their name? What did they do for a living? As much evidence as possible before I sit down with my client because I don't want my client to ever feel that there's no way that this person is not there for them and that this person is not there with us now. They've come to me in my channeling sessions 
if they speak different languages, that comes through. And I always, always, always raise my vibration with stones before I work and channel. Um, if channeling is something you'd like more information on, do leave me a voice message. Um, I believe I gave you the instructions on how to do so um, at the beginning of this podcast. You can leave it in wherever you're listening to this in the show notes. You can find it and you can just leave me a message asking any question you like about anything psychic related, about anything crystal related. I'd be more than happy to perhaps even, you know, address it on another show or address it to you personally, um, you know, one-on-one. You can always contact me at um, psychicmediumnyc.com. My phone number is there. My email is there. Um, You know, you don't have to be in New York City to work with me. I work with people all over the world. I want to awaken everyone who wants to awaken and go on this journey with me of, you know, navigating dimensions, using crystal connections. And, uh, you know, right now we're going through the the power stones and we're getting through them uh, each at a couple episodes. However, I would like to talk about um, shamanism soon. Um, I got an amazing book from uh, another shaman, uh, Lori Morrison, on power animals. And it's the Shaman's Guide to Power Animals. And she talks about what a shaman is, what power animals are, what... uh, what are different types of power animals, like totem animals, um, personal power animals, power animal messengers, and shadow power animals, and it's a it's a really great book uh, in paperback. It's it almost you know she covers every single type of of uh, popular animal that. Uh, that could be your power animal or your um, your totem. Um, I know for my for myself, I am uh, a shaman as well. I've worked with many different um, types of shamanistic initiations, whether it be South American Peruvian or with um, a paleoanthropologist out of New York who is now in Hawaii. Um, you know, um, shamanism is very close and dear to my heart, so it's something that I would like to discuss, but I do want to get through these stones. And so I will do an episode in between about the book I received to review, and I went through it, and it's an amazing book. And uh, we'll talk about that next time. All right. So don't forget, self-love, self-care is very important. And you can do that by working with the stones because they all have your best interest in, in heart, and especially these azestulites. So all the azestulites, Amazes is a great one to work with if you're working with, you know, you want to take some time out for yourself.
Uh, you can get a hand one, which is about four and a half inches, five inches long. It's not that expensive. Um, it's because it has the amethyst as well as the uh, quartz in it. Um, the two stones I spoke about today, Sinazes and um, uh, Golden Azestulite. I would get them from Mr. Simmons at uh, heavenandearthjewelry.com. Um, I would not, um, for myself, I know he's a trusted source. I know he still has a store here in Vermont, in the United States, um, that you can buy these things on. Uh, they don't have to be in jewelry form. I have a huge golden azestrolite I bought from him that I worked with, which was just incredibly amazing. That with the Satchaloka yellow, which we will go over shortly. Um, I will be doing an episode on the three Satchalokas, which were found in India. Uh, there's Satchaloka clear, which is a very high vibrational stone. Satchaloka yellow, which is closely associated with golden azestrolite. And Satchaloka um, red, I believe. Um, and, um, or pink, uh, rose, I'm not sure which, I think it's rose, uh, it's a, it's a reddish color. So just know that, you know, red is usually a grounding stone, first chakra, always, you know, but because it's an azestrolite, it's going to, you know, not just deal with the first or second chakras, it's going to deal with the transpersonal and etheric chakras above your head and below your feet. So you're going to be dealing with more interdimensional stuff. You're going to be dealing with more um, higher awareness, connecting with your higher self with these types of stones. So you can use the guidance of pink and green stones being for the heart chakra, like we talked about with pink azestulite. Um, it was for the heart chakra, but it was also a sixth and seventh energy center stone. So that's the third eye and the crown. And it did all of the, all of the chakras, but you know, they do concentrate in certain areas. So you can go by the guide of the color wheel for, with these azestrolites, but just know that they're going to affect other chakras just besides that particular one. So, for example, if you just have a carnelian, which is usually a second uh, sacral chakra stone, or it can even be a first chakra stone because of its color, um, it's going to be a difference between that and, let's say, a New Zealand carnelian, which is um, uh, azazo super activated. It's a different stone completely, and it does different things. It's not an azestrolite, I believe, but it is as strong as an azestrolite. So it doesn't do the same things as a regular carnelian does. Anyway, so be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. Don't judge. Keep your heart open. and Be as empathetic as you can, because that's what the world deserves.